If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You are listening to radio show The Cash, hosted by Tyler Clark. Podcasting for radio the cash way. Keeping it loose, a little wild, efficient, but with just enough to get the job done. Hey everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of The Cash, where we get casual, but we don't keep it casual. Today's episode is brought to you by KCPK, a low-powered radio station in the heart of Pine Mountain Club, California. Thank you for hosting us today. On today's episode, we're going to talk about change. I personally am going through a lot of change right now. I just moved from Southern California to NorCal. Specifically, I'm going to be attending Berkeley as an undergrad student. And I just transferred from a community college to an institution that is known for its rigor. And I'm a little intimidated, but also inspired. A little excited. Okay, a lot excited. Let's not get real. Or let's be real. Let's let's get casual. Um, no, it, it should be good. It's a lot of things. And I, I think that, you know, it's it's in these this this transition state, this this fear, but also excitement, this you know, this this interesting feeling where I feel like my my spleen or is it something my adrenaline something's going on in my body and it's making me feel alive you know that i have to survive but i I have to survive because there's a possibility that i could actually sink you know and at the bottom of that river or lake or ocean there could be a shark coming from the depths of the ocean to get to me no just kidding um yeah a lot of change it's a big one. Um, you know, and how I got here, I think a lot, a lot, a lot of how I got here has to do with my change of attitude. Um, you know, I remember when I was taking this statistics, this statistics class at one point, um, I think it was Professor Mook or was it Mott? Moot? Either way, we had this awesome statistics course where some of our homework at times was to watch TED Talk about grit and changing your perspective from a destructive failure, I'm not good enough, to I'm learning and I'm where I'm at. And this mindset's kind of helped me get to where I am today. I think it's the reason I applied and it's what I wrote about when I applied. You know, that it may have not have been good enough at one point, but I changed. There's the key word again, change. That I changed. That I began to see myself as good enough. And yeah, I, I got here. 
and it seemed to work out. I seemed to change some some hearts about a guy who, you know, didn't have the strongest GPA. You know, mind you, when I transferred, I had been seven years of community college. And when I first started, I'll be real, I was a huge stoner and was not very focused. Wanted to party a lot and kind of lost in the world. Lost in how a lot of people are. And although I'm still lost, still swimming in that deep, dark water, deep, dark water, I feel like I'm okay. I feel like I'm going to be okay. But that's because I think I've been open to change. So yeah, I changed my mindset, my perspective. Something called grit, perseverance. Not going to give up. Not going to let an F on my paper deter me from actually achieving the things possible. The things that I know I can do. You know, And I know I'm not the smartest person. And I know that I have a lot of flaws. But wisdom is a skill. You know, training your brain takes time. And practicing these things has been a change in my life. A change for the better. Something that I want to do. And something that you all can do too. Sometimes we need help changing. Sometimes... Someone's got to change you at some point in your life or you're going to sit there in your own stuff, you know. And then you feel better, you know. You keep making the same mistake, but eventually that person helps you and you change your habits and you start using the restroom um, appropriately, you know, like an, like an adult, you know. Let me, while we're talking about adults, let's just say that, you know, it's, it's harder for adults to change than it is for children. And I think that the only reason I think that is because we come with this predetermined identity about age and that adults are supposed to be these people who are set in their ways and know what's right. And therefore, it's harder for them to change. But I think that mindset, you know, this whole, oh, I'm an adult now, and I, I'm doing what I do best, and I know. I think that just gets in the way and inhibits the change. The change that as children, we accept the fact that we're growing up and our testosterone or estrogen or all these hormonal things are happening to our body and the birds and the bees, and I found out I was a bee, or maybe I'm a bird. Not really sure. All I know is I got wings, baby. You know, just begin to change. You know, sometimes, but sometimes something happens when we're growing up, and I think that kind of gets in the way of our our mind. You know, our the, the way that we feel about ourselves, start to tell tell ourselves we're not good enough. I think that's something that we need to change as a society. You know, and I think that's what my my statistics teacher was trying to do with us: change the way we see ourselves. And I think then with change, we have to realize that change is coming on a temporal continuum where we have the past and the future. And change is the present. Because whether we want to admit it or not, we are changing. 
We are aging. My nose is getting being bigger. My face is getting wrinklier. My knees start to hurt more. My shoulder has been in more pain than ever in my life, and I'm only 25. You know, we don't know. That's change. So change is now. Change is now. So you can change now. Anywho, change. Yes, the past and the future. Change is this temporal thing. We have to accept it, accept change, accept that we're, that we're constantly changing. And I think we'll be more open to change. I guess change is kind of like growth. I think it's this thing that's always happening, whether we want it to or not. The seasons change. Although, like, we want time to stop. We want summer to last forever. Then the spring, then the winter, and then the fall. But it's always changing, collapsing into itself, and becoming new again. So change is growth, and change is rebirth. Change is now. Change is a sound in my pocket. The ringing and the dinging and the clinging of metal upon metal. Copper on painted copper. Looking silver but costing a dime. Literally. Or a nickel. A penny. 25 makes a quarter. And all that change turns into a dollar. Or more. And so here I am, changing my life so that way I can make more than the common dollar. So that way I can hopefully have an impact and change the future. Because I am now. My time is here. Like your time. Like our time. We are the change. Because we are here. And that means we have a responsibility to ourselves to grow and to be reborn again and again so that way we can be the best that we can be. You know, and no one's perfect. Change takes time. Today, I was actually faced with an issue or fault that I had, I've seen myself countless times that I tried to address. And I covered up very well by being this very happy-go-lucky guy who wants to be everybody's friend. And I put this mask that I'm this extrovert, um, easy to talk to, very friendly, openly express that my goal is to meet one to two new people a day. And I, I meet that goal. I, I, I do. I, I try very hard. Um, and which, which that goal was a change in itself, but I think that this, this way of being is really a cover for this anger issue I have that I've been 
trying to change and that I am changing and working on because a few years ago, you know, and I can, I can relate my anger to my father or my grandfather or my mother or somebody in my family, you know, but even then I am the change who then needs to break that cycle of learned behavior. So back to today, there was a girl who happened to offend me. She said something very infismal that other people may have not have taken to heart, but me, um, I instantly, without control, felt my blood pressure rise, my heart beat, my pulse quicken, the pounding in my chest became the drum, the pounding in my chest became a drum, and I could feel the pulse in my head beating behind my eyes, almost like that moment, or almost like those moments when the pulse behind your eyes makes your eyes kind of like black out very lightly. Okay, I guess I'm just trying to express this. I was triggered. I was triggered and I told this girl immediately that she needed to get out of my house. And I did that in front of all my new roommates. And I was very embarrassed. And surprisingly, the roommates were on my side, even though this was their friend. Um, and I think that they they were looking for some sort of way to tell this person or this individual that they weren't happy with her behavior. I guess she had been doing stuff before. Um, and I happened to just be this catalyst for their expression. And whether what I'm saying, I'm, and whether I'm justifying my actions or not, I don't think that's really should be the point. I think what really happened today for myself was a lesson in that I need to change my initial behavior, my explosive behavior, my instantaneous rage that comes out of me. I'm able to hold back physically, but I'm so dismissive and cold. And I raise my voice and I'm ready to fight and it's not okay. It's really not. I feel very embarrassed. My my roommates, you know, I can feel that people are like wanting to be, you know, more cautious around me. And my friend's roommate, my, my roommate's mother was here. And it was just not the right, it was just not the right mode. And you know what? I dwelt on it for an hour or two. Sulked to myself, cut myself off from my tie, cut myself off from my new roommates, um, and wanted to be alone. And that was healthy because it gave me time to self-reflect. And to, to come to this point where I accepted what I did, and it became another lesson in needing to change. Needing to change a certain behavior that I'm not happy with. And I'm able to see that this behavior is not acceptable. And so I need to change. 
in this podcast, in this conversation to myself, is a part of that process. And so today, I'm going to work on this. From here on out, this is going to be something that I'm going to wake up and say, hey, I don't want to be act like this. I want to be a level-headed, really kind human who is smart and energetic and quirky and funny, but serious and can get the job done. That's the future. So I guess what I'm, what I'm saying is, so I have these goals now. Or at least this, this personality that I want to have with inside me. You see, we're, we're constantly changing our personality depending on what situation we're in. But I want my, my major personality, the one that's mostly me all the time, I want that to have those attributes. The kind, the quirky, the loving, the, but the level-headed and the serious and can determine to get the job done. So I, I see the goals now of the future, which means that I just need to change now. And so this is part of the process. So I've saw my past, I see the future, and I'm here now in this reflection. It's interesting, too. This makes me think about this podcast in general and how this is the first podcast. So this demarks the, the present, but also the past. You know, we've been recording for about 17 minutes now. And, and this podcast, as I generate it and, you know, work on how I deliver and my process of coming up with the new topic and what I'm going to talk about, you know, that will change. And I think I have some goals about where I see this going. And that said, you're listening to the cash on the cash.com. And so far this, the cash.com is, is a website, um, where I'm investing an opportunity for people to host their own podcasts and I'm offering services to record them. Um, but that could also change. Maybe one day I start a YouTube channel, let people watch me on there. I start showing some of my photography or selling some prints, you know, or maybe it becomes a whole service for environmental law, which is another path that I'm highly considering, you know, it's going to change with me. The drive up here was interesting. That transition process. Drove with my friend Caitlin, happens to be my best friend's older sister. Um, and she's a really good friend of mine too. We lived together for a while. Um, she was driving up to Seattle and I was coming from LA. And we had some good talks, but it was a long drive. It was interesting in the sense that we packed a f her car. She has a, uh, a Kona by Hyundai. Um, not a huge car. Um, it's one of those crossover small SUV type things, kind of like a, 
a, a larger sedan with a hatchback. I'm not sure. Maybe even smaller sedan with a hatchback. I'm not really sure how to describe it. But it has a hatchback. Um, four-wheel drive. Nice nice car, actually. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, we packed that baby. I packed that baby. This woman was mo- was moving from L.A. to Seattle and had also packed a lot of Burning Man camping gear. And here was me moving from my house in L.A. to Berkeley. Now, like a third of the distance. And I took so many things. And I thought I needed these things. These are things that I thought that were a part of me. And I'm beginning to see that they're actually just stuff that are... They're kind of cluttering my life. Like, and I think I need to change. You know, I have so many outfits. Primarily, they're all outfits. And I have an outfit for every day of the year, it seems like. I could literally change 365 times. 300, you know, and, and I don't need to change that much. Honestly, I think life would be a lot simpler and probably easier to carry around if I just had a few simple staple items. You know, but then there's all these patterns and flashy things and this occasion and this occasion. What if I want to wear this and so much changing and like changing in like such a superficial way, you know? So I guess it goes into like maybe there's a depth to the level of change that you allow in your life. And I think people then start to try to find change and, you know, I always... I guess, yeah, so when I'm going through a more, more emotional time, I, I I tend to change something about myself. Well, I'll shave my head or I'll shave my body um, when I'm going through some stress and I'm, I'm trying to shed it off me and, and, and change. Um, the same thing when I went through a breakup. You know, but then there's also like, a, you know, the deeper change. It's funny, actually. I'll find myself changing multiple times in a day. So someone saw me yesterday. I think actually, actually today, I've worn three different pairs of pants. Um, I've worn two different shirts, and I wore a sweater at one point. Um, surprisingly, I have not changed my socks since two days ago, which gross. I know, outing myself, if. If I feel like I haven't really sweated them, I don't really feel like I need to change them all that much just because I I think that they're going to fade. And I also have to be aware that I'm a student and I don't have the money to buy new clothes all the time. You know, but one day that will change too. One day I won't be a student. One day I'll be a professional. And on another, on another note, What's the opposite of change? Hmm. If I really think about it, I think the opposite of change is consistency, routine, the mundane, the banal, happening every day again and again and again. Things get easier because you know how to do things and you get better at doing them. Within these structures, you change your methods. Yeah, I can understand the value of some consistency. 
like a structure of a building, I think that being too stable could actually be detrimental to sustaining the cell. Think about it. In an earthquake, if a building's too rigid, too, it, it, it will collapse. But if you put rollers in the building, some sort of um, de- uh, devices that can carry weight and absorb shock, you know, that work through moving the building side to side or some sort of fashion like that, that helps dissipate all that energy and the building survives. And I think humans are kind of like the same way. If I'm too rigid, eventually I'll, I'll crack. I have to be somehow fluid in myself, adaptable, and willing to change in order to survive. Life does that in general. I think through what? Natural selection, Darwin. You know, the finches would have to adapt and eventually life changed through birth and rebirth of offspring and offspring with different beaks. I think that the humans that really, you know, I don't really know where I'm going with that. But I think what I'm trying to say is that life itself is looking to change. Even not even like evolution. I guess that yeah, evolution is a change. You know, we have a map of evolution that just maps the change that has happened. Change is constantly happening, evolving as we revolve around the sun. As the sun revolves around the galaxy of Milky Way, and while the Milky Way spirals in the universe. So vast, you can't even conceive it. But then even that notion's beginning to change. Quantum physics, our understanding of the universe, it changes the way we see ourselves. Morals change as the Earth was once flat, and now it's round. Pantheons come and converge into a monotheistic religion. And now, new era hippies, crystal children, indigo people. They're bringing back paganism and spirituality, you know, in a way. We're in, we're in an era of environmental change and climate change. And, you know, people are afraid of change. Although some change isn't good. You know, change isn't always progress, sometimes it's digress. Change is happening. It's inevitable. And how are we going to adapt as a species, especially in the in an era of climate change? How are we going to adapt? How are we going to survive the rising waters? Are we going to escape? Are we going to change our scenery and go to an asteroid or another moon or another planet, another celestial body? Or are we going to change our habits here and become more sustainable? You know, humanity has a lot to change, but change is inevitable. We have to change ourselves. Thanks for listening today. It was a pleasure talking to you all. Thank you for joining me for my first ever episode. And I'm excited for you to see the changes in this podcast as it progresses. 
over the next few months. You have been listening to The Cash, hosted by Tyler Clark. Want in on The Cash podcast? Contact Tyler Clark at www.thecash.com to be his guest. That is spelled C-A-S-Z-H. Hear your interview aired on the internet stream of KCPKLP Radio Station, a Pacifica Radio Network affiliate.